Welcome to Hey Joe, a podcast answering questions asked by our listeners. Created by pet professionals for pet professionals. And now, your host, Hey Joe's very own, Joe Zuccarello. What's up, everyone? Joe Zuccarello here, and welcome to Hey Joe, a podcast brought to you by Paragon School of Pet Grooming. Check out our site at paragonpetschool.com for lots of really cool information on a variety of programs, products, and to connect to educational resources such as webinars, podcasts, current events, special news, certifications, and lots of other helpful information to help you grow yourself, your team, and of course your business. Let's get started with this week's episode. Hey everyone out there in the Hey Joe listener podcast world. I am Joe Zuccarello and I'm your host of the Hey Joe podcast, a podcast that is designed to bring uh, expertise and experts in their own right, subject matter experts to all of the podcast listening audience out there to help you uh, uh, find and, and maybe for the first time be exposed to really great solutions uh, that might help you in your pet care business. But first and foremost, we are an education platform. So what I like to say is education first and commercial second. But the person I've got today uh, joining me as a guest uh, has been on the Hey Joe podcast uh, a couple of times in the past, but uh, with a uh, a slightly different, uh, a slightly different uh, 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 product that he had uh, representing before, but I am, uh, I am sure that you're going to love uh, what he has to tell us today about uh, his new endeavor uh, uh, and and how it can help you in the uh, pet services space. Whether you are a full service pet care provider, uh, just a lodging facility, a daycare facility, a grooming facility, training facility, it doesn't really matter. If you've got especially outdoor space. My guest today is going to shed some really great new light on, on why we should be focusing on the outdoor space of our facilities and why. So uh, without further ado, I would do want to introduce Tim Petch. Uh, Tim, thanks for hopping on the uh, Hey Joe podcast again today. Hey, Joe, good to be back and good to talk with you again. So Tim, tell the listener audience, uh, some of them might not have listened to previous podcasts that we've had, uh, but tell the listener audience about who you are and what you're doing now. Great. Yeah, again, my name is Tim Petch, and I'm uh, director of one of our divisions here at Grassworth. The name of the product is called NaturaTurf. Um, a little history on our company, Grassworth, if you go to our website, we've been making turf for over 50 years now. So we're an innovator in the mid-60s. We actually invented AstroTurf for the Astrodome back in the 50s. Mm-hmm. Certainly, we've come a long way since then and diversified into many other divisions but one of the recent divisions that we started is a turf, hybrid turf that is specifically designed for dogs. Wow. Okay. So I know we're going to, and, and again, I, I, the Hey Joe listener audience, uh, you know, we're going to, again, we're going to talk about why we should be focusing on our outdoor play yards from a safety and, and, and cleanliness. But when Tim tells you about this product, you, you've got to, you've got to go to the link that Tim's going to provide to us. We're going to provide to you uh, in, in, in the uh, uh, show workup. The episode work up on our website at uh, paragonpetschool.com website where our, my podcasts are housed. Um, but uh, but you've got to see it for yourself. The first time, Tim, remember, we, we had coffee, right? Tim and I live in about the same area. So we get together, what, quarterly and have coffee right. and talk about the industry and such. He's like, man, I got to show you. This is something I'm doing now. This is something new. And he showed me this product. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I was in from you had me at hello with the product. Remember, I said I think this product's going to go a long way. So, but before we get to introducing what the actual product does and 
and and some of my listener audiences already they're already jumping ahead to the link and, and checking it out i'm sure but but we're going to talk about let's talk about something really dirty today we're going to talk about a dirty subject today the dirty subject is our play yards our exercise yards the potty yards right um and and i think tim most of the time when i when i talk about like when i think of outdoor uh, areas in a pet service uh, uh, facility. I think of play yards. I think of potty yards and things. And I, I think there's a lot of different surface types out there. But one of the things that that I think we 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 forget is that most a lot of businesses would love to go in with real grass because I mean really face it, there's nothing prettier than real grass. It looks gorgeous. It looks nice. But I know that a lot of people have started with real grass, and it's not real grass for very long. It is real mud after a period of time. So they're searching for some type of alternate solution. Even if it's not in the play yards, it might be in the traffic ways to get to the play yards, things like that. When we think about play yards, my, my brain immediately jumps to just cleanliness challenges. But you're also going to talk to us a little bit about not only cleanliness, which I'm turning over to you to talk about cleanliness, cleanliness, but also the safety aspect of right. this. Absolutely. Be a really dirty yard. So Option number one, option number one, we have uh, uh, muddy yards or standing water, that sort of thing, right? So option number one, tell us about, school us, school us on the, not only the cleanliness, which we can imagine, but the safety. Great. And Joe, just kind of back up on our, our history. We've always been known as a very innovative company. And of course, we've seen the development of how we love our dogs, daycare, uh, even our own backyards of, of the mud issue. And one thing that we really saw from uh, a point of view is you can imagine the amount of mud that collects on that paw, you know, throughout the day. Let's think what's in the mud in the backyard, a part of my French, but you can imagine the urine and the feces and nothing that collect on that paw. Mm -hmm. Collects on there long-term, you bring it into the facility, has to be clean, but never to what needs to be, and eventually bringing that potentially home. So mm -hmm. both from a, a cleanliness and but also uh, safety, of course, you know, that things could be licked upon, ingested into your system. And so both from a cleanliness and a safety, we really saw the need of something we wanted to address. I'll talk a little bit later about what other options are and how we are different, you know, than artificial turfs. But certainly that's a, a need and a problem that we saw that was unmet and needed some innovation behind it. So, you know, you, you bring up a really great point because when we think about these, 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 especially play yards, I'm thinking about, you know, these play yards are, let's say you're a grooming facility. These are some of the, mm -hmm. the worst offenders ever, right? Grooming facility. Let's say you groom 20 dogs, 30 dogs, 40 dogs a day in just a grooming facility. I'm hoping you're taking the dogs out for potty breaks, but, right. but when you take the dogs out for a potty break, where are we taking them? Are we taking them to a mulch bed somewhere? Are we taking them to a, a small square of grass somewhere? Are we taking them to somewhere on, you know, on gravel? What are we doing? But, but when I think of like these outdoor spaces, I'm just picturing the average full service pet care facility who has, you know, these really nice and they spend a lot of money on fencing and covers and, you know, maybe even temperature control in some of these places, gorgeous places. But then the play yards are mud or large spots of mud. I mean, there might be tufts of grass, but what you're saying is mud is really, mud is one thing, but the safety aspect, like you said, the urine and feces. Yeah, I guess we, we think of muddy paws, but then they're dragging all of that in. So they're cross-contaminating, well, everywhere they step. You're right. You know, and we did a lot of research and talking with a lot of daycare facilities first to see just how big a point of pain this is. 
from a lot of perspectives. Think about when you're investing into your facility, how much your outdoor area is really a big part of it. Not just the investing in it, the initial grass, but the ongoing labor and upkeep. It's something with today's labor issues like we're seeing in every industry, uh, something that was really uh, a point of pain. So again, that's why we created this, one to address certainly the health aspects, the cleanliness aspects, but some of the higher points of pain and cost and labor burdens that we see with uh, dog care facilities. So do you imagine these 50 dogs running out every day? Imagine when they all go through the mud, they get things under their paws, trying to clean those 50 paws every day in, in a good way. Heck, they're back out probably two, three hours later doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. Every year you try another solution. Am I gonna put down sod? Am I gonna put down seed? You're doing that same routine like you and I do in our backyards every year, trying to get grass to grow. And it just has become a high level frustration day in, day, day out of not just the initial cost, but the ongoing cost. And you know, trying to clean those dogs' paws every day. And certainly we always want the, the dog presentable for when the owner uh, picks them up at the end of the day, excuse me, pet parent. And uh, so that's another, another level of, of labor and frustration and concern. So, you know, and, and I'm thinking, okay, so option number one is some sort of natural surface, grass or whatever. But, you know, I'm thinking about those dogs, and maybe you guys are all picturing, you guys know the dogs, the dogs that have like their buddy on the other side of the fence, and they're just, they're running the lengths of the fence. And, you know, I mean, that right. they have their, I call it their racetrack, right? They've got their racetrack, and mm -hmm. it's just a disaster. It's mud and water flying everywhere and all of that. And even when it's dried out, it's it's still dirt. And now we're throwing up dirt in the air and then it lands on the dogs. I mean, it's just, it's just a mess. So option number one is a, is a, is a natural surface. So I think we've sort of, you know, we all know what can happen with natural surfaces. Option number two, Tim, and, 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 and you know, option number two is one that I remember having in, in some of my players was either concrete mm -hmm. or gravel right concrete or gravel and looking back on it now i remember i remember well one it's not very paw friendly right concrete no, no, no. And, and gravel um but also i remember i just remember not being able to i remember not being able to get the smell of especially urine mm -hmm. out, of the, out of the the gravel and concrete and i'm assuming because it's porous right so what paw damage and porous surface gravel and concrete not an option, huh? Yeah, and, and you, you go back even to the health and cleanliness that you're in and things still have to go somewhere. They're still there, caked on and where they're stepping in still every day, whether it's puddled up or even on a very fine uh, level, they're still getting that uh, the, the elements on their paws that are bringing in or they're laying down it and getting it on their, their fur, you know, in yeah. those different environments. So and you know uh, what I love about what you're doing now, Tim, is and we're going to get to what option three is, right? Which a lot of people are like, to like, no, guys, I don't have natural surface. No, I would never do concrete or ground. Mm -hmm. That seems crazy. We're going to get to the third option in a minute. But what I want to tell you, and I just want to recognize this out there with the Hey Joe listener audience, is that Tim, Tim, you've been focused for a, 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 a several years on the health of the dog. Through its paw, the dog, and specifically health of the paw. Yes, I absolutely. mean, think about it, right? So, two career, right. you know, stints here. On so, guys, obviously, this is this is this is a, a new, not new, but I mean, it's a passion in Tim's to focus on the health of the pet through its what touches the ground uh, and covers the most amount of ground, which is the paw. So, the third option of these surfaces, and there's a lot of people doing this, is the artificial turf solution. No artificial turf, turf. Probably out of all of the solutions we've already named, looks beautiful, mm -hmm. right? 
green even when it's winter, right? Doesn't need to be watered, doesn't need to be, you know, doesn't need to have any special, well, or doesn't need to be, have special treatment. Um, but when you think about artificial turf, artificial turf, and not to say anything negative about any of these, right? But just some considerations when you're deciding what to put down in the yards, right? But from a, from a cleanliness and safety issue, what's your take on artificial turf? Yeah, and Joe, I, I wanna break in like our product and how we differentiate ourselves from artificial turf, just kind of keep the two playing fields. Like you said, certainly is a, a, a good option and we're a different option. I'm gonna lump that into artificial turf and ours into hybrid turf, which we're gonna talk about later. But just from the, the cleanliness and germs, uh, again, a lot of the same problems. You imagine the dogs urinating on that every day, several times, that bacteria, the germs building up, they're still getting it on. And again, you think artificial turf, the first one thing you think of, well, I'll never have to deal with this again. But all the day-to-day -day labor on that, whether it be using chemicals, you know, there's companies built around providing chemicals for artificial turf. So you spray on every day, disinfect, power washing, there's different broom systems. So it really doesn't really help a lot with the labor and not necessarily the disinfectant if it's not maintained properly. You also got the issues of still damage on the paws in hot areas where there's high heat and you know uh, phoenixes of the world. You measure how hot that gets during the day and when the paws are touching and getting, getting damaged and hurt. And that's the last thing that operators wanna do is have a dog who has, uh, gets hurt while at, at their facility. So yeah, really two angles. Again, there's, there's still a lot of the issues with the germs and the chemicals and the cleanup and the labor involved with it. And um, also just potential damage, damage to paws. And again, and I would say another big thing is, you know, it's just a, it's a long-term capital expense. You know, once you go into purchasing the turf, uh, it's a, it's a expensive uh, process that um, has to be maintained continually. And once you put it down, you're kind of there with it. Mm -hmm. Not very flexible, not very modular. Uh, you're probably looking at least a 10, 15 year commitment of, of committing to that potential option. Well, and again, you know, uh, um, there's some people out there right now that are like, I'm totally fine with half grass, half <laughs> dirt yards, or I'm fine with gravel or pea gravel or concrete, or I'm fine with my, my, my artificial turf. Listen, all we're trying to do is say, just so you understand some of the, the health uh, uh, considerations for pets that might have otherwise gone uh, unnoticed or maybe just not as, as, as important, uh, maybe you didn't take as, as important. So when we talk about, when we talk about all of these, uh, we, we first talk about just, just cleanliness. We talk about safety, something else. Remember that, that some of these other surface types can cause slips and falls when they're, when these uh, 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 surface types are, are, are damp or wet. Right, so we want to be careful of any any fluke accidents, especially in a daycare uh, uh, play group type of, of setting as well. So when we get into when we when we're talking about cleanliness and safety, we also now to, to talk about just the dog the dog's cleanliness, right? So so uh, how, beyond safety, really, and I want to keep driving this word safety on the cleanliness of the dog. We don't ever want to take that dog and release it back to its pet parent in worse condition than when Absolutely. it came in. So we're probably then obliged to clean the dog, right? Absolutely. And I guess just to now kind of kind of get into what is the difference between our hybrid turf and artificial turf and hit on all these different 
aspects. To give a little, little, little history on it, basically what makes it different is you can take our turf and imagine in your mind, because it's one of those things you really can't, and Joe could really couldn't even think about what it was till you saw it. Think about a turf as a grid design with little square grids behind it. Literally it comes in a role where you, you lay it on top of your yard. It's something that works with your yard naturally. And that's what we call it hybrid, allows the yard to breathe. But once you lay it on top of your ground, whether it be on a grassy area, a grassy area that's thin where the mud is, or the mud is already developed in its area, it could be used to solve all three. But it basically, when you lay it down, easy to install, you can do it yourself, no labor. One, it allows grass to grow through. So that's what we call a hybrid. It's really a mix between the two. It kind of serves as that cover to protect the ground and the seed to allow that grass to grow, you know, permanently without getting damaged. Because once that paw hits the ground and takes out that root, as we all know, that grass is not coming back. Another more beautiful thing is that as we're talking about the germs and bacteria, it allows the urine and the water, the rain to flow through naturally and let itself filter through the ground. So it's not sitting on top of the turf, not poodling in mud, allowing that bacteria and germs to get on it, but allowing it to naturally flow, flow through. So you look at both some of the downsides we've seen on all the options here, it's really, I'll call it very hybrid, great results. Helps with the cleanliness of the dog, year-round coverage for your, your yard, whether the grass grows through or not, or it's seasonal, or maybe it hibernates part of the year, that year-round coverage is always there uh, with the turf. Keeps the paws clean, saves on uh, you know, the labor of bringing them in and giving them back to the customer in a clean, healthy, healthy perspective. The dogs can breathe. They can breathe the ground. It feels more natural to them. They like it. They like the texture of it versus a concrete or a rock or something, Joe, that you had uh, mentioned earlier. And very easy to maintain. You know, you don't have to clean it. Uh, certainly when there's, uh, you know, poop that has to be picked up. Yeah, absolutely. But if it's runny, you can just ho hose it right through. And the only maintenance is, is as the grass grows through, you can cut it with your own lawnmower and keep that, that nice natural environment that a lot of dog daycare facilities like versus more of a static concrete rock or artificial turf type environment. So Tim, so Tim, obviously, okay, so you said you could put this down on top of bare ground, bare earth. You could put this down on top of grass. So you probably cut the grass really short, put it down exactly. on, exactly. on top of the grass and such. So when your grass grows through, you made a mention, you got to cut the grass, right? Which is fine. I don't know. I'm a huge fan of fresh cut grass, right? Uh, that smell of fresh cut grass. But when the grass if the grass is allowed then to grow through this, what you call the hybrid, I think this mm -hmm. hybrid, this mesh, if you would, the grass grows through this and you and you cut it. Is there a point where like the Natura product almost is like invisible because the grass could be so healthy that you just don't even know it's under there? It really does. Joe, it's, it's amazing nature and how quickly that root system of the grass grows like with the turf to both keep it down and it slowly works itself into the ground. You know, as more dirt comes in, and after a while, when the grass is growing, you wouldn't even know it's there. But think about if, if, if the, the grass would come up in some area, you got that barrier between it that's always gonna allow the grass to keep growing through, you know, naturally. And it actually, the grass actually grows better uh, than if it's by itself. One besides protection, it helps retain, you know, the water helps protect it from other, other um, natural elements. Instead of putting like a straw down or something, this is more of a, uh, long-term solution to always keep it protected mm. through any time of the year for year-round coverage. And, and and I know we talked about some, I mentioned earlier in the podcast episode about just even traffic ways, right? So where you have like walkways 
where you're walking the pets out to outdoor areas. And, and, and again, maybe you already have something that you're in love with in your play yards, right? Maybe you already, but maybe you're, maybe what you're struggling with is just getting there and back, right? This is something that's pretty versatile. You don't have to, I mean, obviously, Tim, I know you'd love to sell whole play yards and whole right. No, and we see stuff. a lot of a customer start one way, then modularly build on, hey, we know there's high traffic areas right outside the doors, all 50 of the dogs are trampling at one place. We know, I'm trying to think of the word you used, Joe, for along the fence line, the runway, or wherever you call it. Yeah, you know, the, the racetrack. Yeah. yeah. And those are the places where the grass is no longer there, the seed, and it's, we all know it's not going to come back, you know. So yes, we keep going through our yearly exercise of planning something new and get torn up again or put down a solution, you know, that will help protect that grass and allow it to grow through and work with your yard naturally uh, to come up with a solution. Well, and you know, the other part to this too is, is safety for pet parents and the pets. So when they're bringing their pets to your facility, right, maybe you have an area where you would ask them to help their, you know, take their pets to relieve themselves, right, in, in, a, in an area out front of the building or off to the side of the building or whatever. So just the natural landscape of the building and the aesthetics, right, Tim? So, right. you know, again, you know, I'm a huge fan of that first impression. I'm, I'm a huge fan of the, the customer experience. So when mm -hmm. somebody pulls onto our lot, they have made an impression. Again, what's our service we're in? We're in the peace of mind business. Mm -hmm. What's our product? Trust. What's our service? Trust. For whether we, whether we have that pet for an hour or a day or a week, or sometimes even longer, the customer's doing the math in their head. They're already sizing you up when they pull on it a lot. If they see a, 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 a potty area or a, or the, the, the landscape is, 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 is half dead because of urine spots from pet parents exercising their pets, you know, before or after they bring their uh, pets to our facility, that doesn't show well. And I don't know, I don't know very many people, Tim, that go and bring in artificial turf, like the traditional artificial mm -hmm. turf, and put that out in common areas, right? I don't see, I don't see that. I see it in the back and play areas and things, right, right? Commonly, but I don't see it out in front. The Natura product actually helps the aesthetics of the of of of, of the of the front of the building as well, right? The landscaping area, absolutely. Yeah, and, and just to make it clear, you know, it is just for outdoor use, nothing indoor. And there, there's a lot of indoor facilities with, you know, concrete and run kennels and drainage systems. And, but you're right, absolutely can add to the aesthetic and a permanent, good, long-term, uh, you know, coverage year-round. Yeah, when you say year-round, I, I like to say, it, uh, 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 you know, in, I'm in Missouri, so you're in Missouri too. That's why we're close to one another. Mm -hmm. uh, but I know that we're just now, just now, and this is what late March, 2022, we're just now starting to see a little peaks of green in our yard, right? But during the winter, it goes dormant. It goes brown, not very attractive either, right? So think about the, the aesthetics of the front of the business being green all the time with Natura, mm -hmm. right? The Natura product. But also in the back, when dogs run on dormant grass, they're more likely to pull it up. But your product, what you're saying is that Natura is there to sort of have the grounds back, right? And and put absolutely and keep it green, but keep it looking like grass and safe for the pets. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. So so Tim, when when you talk about uh, um, and again, I know we've been talking a lot about the product, but we talked, you know, first half of the half of the episode, talking about just safety through through paw hygiene, if you would, right? Being conscious of that, whether they're dragging that nasty in on their nails or their paws or their legs, and then they, they're possibly ingesting it, 
cross-contaminating the whole facility, all of that. But now we're talking about this hybrid solution. And, and the Hadro listener audience, you've got to go and see this stuff because it's sort of like, I mean, you can see through it. That's what I, I mean, the, the best thing I did, I, he gave it to me and gave me a sample. I held it up to the sky. I looked at it and I go, this is brilliant. You can see through it. It's like a honeycomb, right? It looks almost like a honeycomb. You can see through it. You can imagine the grass growing up through there. But from a, let's talk about simplicity and affordability. So insulation. Right. And again, you're right, Joe. I, I think that's a great two words, as simple and affordability. You know, like a big part of installing other solutions is getting, you know, the people, the labor, the installation in there. These basically come in, in rolls three foot, foot wide by 45 foot long, you literally rolled out on your ground. If you want to have it prepared to grow grass, of course, you got to do, do that in, a vote, in advance. We provide with each roll uh, 100 of these biodegradable anchors, as we call them. Basically secure them in the corners along the way, roll, roll them out. And so it's very simple and very affordable. And, you know, I, I don't really want to throw any square foot cost here or comparatives. Love to talk to more people about it, but it is a very um, affordable solution relative to a major capital investment that you may see with a, a turf or concrete system. Yeah. So, and what I like about it, uh, uh, you can cut it with scissors and 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 do a patch here and there too. Absolutely. So if you've got very easy what to cut golfers? around your your walkways, your patio, yeah. your benches, your trees, you can just cut it yourself uh, with the scissors and form it the way the way you like your, yourself. So, like what us golfers like to call ground under repair. So, if you've right. got like if you've got you know, let's say you had a uh, a water main break happened. I mean, this happened outside of the Paragon School of Pet Grooming. Once we had a water main break out front, they came in and looked like they were digging for a swimming pool. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, the city leaves it with straw and dirt and some seeds, some cheap grass seed. I think it was more weeds than grass. But man, to have had a product like this that I could put down in that space so that the front of my, my location didn't look terrible for a long period of time would have been really nice as well. Right, and you're right. A lot of people are looking for a, a quick, affordable solution. All of a sudden, Joe in St. Louis here, we just got down with all the snow and ice. You all of a sudden step out of your back porch, uh, our back area there, and you step right into that cold, icy mud. What am I gonna do? I need something right away. I don't have time to get everything else you know, ordered, installed, whatever. And these are very, very quick solutions as they arise, but also yeah. you know, a long-term solution. Right. So Tim, real quick, do you recommend that when people put this down that they that they let the let the grass grow a little bit before they like release dogs out on it? But if or if they anchor properly that you know they could they could have control plague groups right off. No, right absolutely. Out. It's ready to go right away. Again, with it covering the ground, protecting it, it's gonna allow those rooting systems to establish grow up themselves. And just as it gets to a, a good thick height, then you, then you start start cutting it. So absolutely it's ready to go. We actually have some. Uh, dog care facilities that don't care if the grass grows through. They lay it down on sand. And hey, as long as I got year-round coverage and I solve the mud problem, I'm happy, you know, and they love it because it has a great look. Uh, you know, being an ex, uh, we used to be a division of Monsanto years ago. So we are very, I'll call innovative and scientifically uh, based with everything that we do. So when I say this is made for dogs, we looked at things, okay, what is the texture? Is it appropriate? Will it hold up to the cold and not snap or break? Will it be in the summer? Will it hold its form and not melt or, or bend over? Is it gonna maintain its color? So we have designed these right polymers, right colors that are designed for dogs and something that's gonna last to the wear and tear that we all know that uh, these things can take from, from uh, many dogs, you know, tramping across it every day. 
So again, the, the whole reason for this episode of the Hey Joe podcast was to talk about safety and cleanliness from the paw perspective, right? So, so again, let's, we are, we are, that's the business we're in is, is, is to, is to keep pets safe for the period of time we have them. And we have a responsibility to do that. And sometimes we don't give enough attention to their paws while they're with us. So this is a way just, just take a more critical look. I would encourage all of you pet care providers out there, take a more critical look as to where those paws are training before they enter your company, before they enter your business, while they're at your business, especially out in the outside areas of your business. And if you think that safety or, or uh, uh, their, their safety or their hygiene is being compromised or even the, 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 the cleanliness of, of, of the, the, the facility with them tramp, you know, trampling it back in uh, uh, to the facilities being compromised, then you may want you may want to search for an alternative solution in the surface type, of the outdoor areas where these pets are, are are released for exercise or potty breaks. And I would absolutely give Natura a nod uh, for consideration there. I Again, you had me at hello when I saw it and you told me how much it was going to cost and or lack of cost, right? The affordability, right. the simplicity okay. of it, and just how it works as a hybrid with the ground. I thought it was a great, uh, a great concept. So I would encourage everybody to look at it. Tim, how do people find out more information about the Natura solution? All right, Joe, certainly they can go to our website, www.natura-turf.com. And I also encourage people to go to our corporate website, just kind of see a little bit about our history and our other divisions and our innovation that we've done for a lot of solutions for turf at www.grassworks with an X, LLC.com. And uh, certainly, Joe, I'm sure you'll give my contact information. Feel free to call me with more information, pricing, uh, questions that may particularly pertain to your situation, because certainly we know there's no cookie cutter answer for everybody. So, well, and you encourage trial, right? So, I mean, you have a, absolutely. You have a method absolutely. for them to try it. Yeah, we, we know still, even though ours is very affordable, we still know it's a long term decision you're making and still a capital investment. So, certainly willing to, like Joe said, send a sample because once you see it and touch it, you go, go wow. And even though our, our website does a good job of showing our, our grid, our matrix design and what it is, something about getting and touching and feeling in more than happy to send anybody uh, samples to try first. That's great. Tim, thanks again for being a guest. Hey, on thanks, the Joe. Great seeing you. All hey, right. I guess we'll see you soon, soon at the uh, Dog Gurus Convention, our conference. That's coming right. Dog Gurus Conference in uh, in April, the 22nd through, no, no, in April. It's in April. I got too many dates. It's in April. It's hard to believe it's yeah. almost April. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. Tim, thanks again, man. I really appreciate it. And for the Hey Joe listener audience out there, go to paragonpetschool.com and look up the podcast episode and I will have all of Tim's uh, information there and any other material he can make available to help you understand more about the product. Uh, thank you as always for the Hey Joe listener audience out there and we wish you the very best. Take care. Hey, thanks again, Joe. See you soon.